Hello, International BTS Army. Welcome to my podcast and episode one of the podcast reset, which is what I'm just going to call this because I'm not super satisfied with how my podcast attempts have been going to this point. I am a pro when it comes to critiquing my own work and not doing a very good job actually critiquing it because I don't leave a whole lot of room for positive feedback to myself. So even if I have haters out there or negative criticisms, it doesn't really make much of a difference because I'm such a tough person on my own self that, you know what I mean? We're all our own worst critic, right? I want to talk about BTS because that's what this podcast is going to be centered around. But I do need to introduce you to myself just a little bit before we get into talking about BTS so that you can know why somebody like me at this time of my life has fallen head over heels in love with the Bangtan boys and how just grateful and appreciative excuse me appreciative I feel that I was able to learn about them and come across them this summer when they've been in existence for this is their 7th year now so their debut was more than 6 years ago and I feel remorse about that because I feel that I really would have loved to have BTS in my life long ago and I would have loved to watch them continue growing up and maturing and becoming who they are now. I would have loved to support them through their struggles on the way to the BBM, the BBA, what are they called? BBMAs, I think that's what they're called. I don't really know a whole lot about music award shows or, you know, voting periods and all that stuff, but I'm trying my best to learn. I'm not super tech savvy either, so again, I'm trying my best to learn. I agree with people when they say you find BTS when you need them the most in your life, but I'm not so sure how how much I agree with that. Like, do I only maybe 95% agree with that or something? Because I know that I've been through very hard times in my life where I really, really could have benefited from the the peace and the joy and the hope that they bring to you and I know that they would have done so much for me in my life if I had found out about them earlier and if I had been able to listen to their music and watch their dancing and spent time with their hilarious episodes and helped support them through the voting periods and watch them gain more uh, notoriety, what's the word, like more awareness and to spread their message and to tell other people about BTS if they hadn't heard of them, just like I hadn't heard of them until this summer. Let me go ahead and introduce myself so that you know who is talking to you and you can understand why I say I love BTS so much and why I suddenly am a fangirl or a supporter of a band for the first time in my life when I've never really been much of a fan. Yes, I've had my favorites through music and movies and um, artists and things like that, but I've never followed something or invested in something so much of my time and attention to the extent that I am right now of following BTS and what their journey is and seeing what they're up to and what Big Hit is doing and I'm loving it. I'm absolutely loving it and yes, I'm overwhelmed because there is so much content, but 
I'm very encouraged, very happy to know that any hour or any minute of the day, if I am having a bad day or if I feel like I need to cry or if I want to reach for ice cream to drown my feelings in ice cream because that is my favorite food that I love to indulge in, which doesn't help me at all when I'm trying to get more in shape and get healthy, um, I can turn to BTS instead and I can zone out of that pain or whatever I'm feeling or whatever I'm worried about and spend some time if I want to be uplifted or inspired I can watch their music videos and watch their interviews and their speeches and if I need to be cheered up I can watch something funny that they've done <clears throat> and there's so much funny and I'm sure that if you've come across my podcast you're not a person who hasn't heard about BTS I'm sure that you're probably leaps and bounds ahead of me as BTS ARMY and I'm proud of you and I'm happy for you and I'm sure there are going to be a whole bunch of things that I mention or expound on that are things which you are already very well seasoned with that you know so much about and just bear with me or come along for the ride or you know take a break or whatever you feel like you want to do regarding this podcast because one cool thing is there are a lot of podcasts out there that we can spend our time with and I know that your time is precious and I don't want to waste your time and since BTS is our favorite thing to talk about you and me hopefully because you're probably here because you absolutely love them or you might be here because you don't understand the hype and you want to know about them hopefully you'll learn something new or maybe gain a different perspective that wasn't necessarily covered by another podcast or by someone's reaction channel or by someone's Twitter account or Facebook or you know hopefully we will learn and enjoy and grow together along the way and I can't promise not to overshare at times but I'm going to do my best because I've had a rough life and I've gone through a lot of things and maybe you will be able to relate to some of the things I share. <clears throat> so before I dive more into BTS and how I came across them, I'd like to tell you a little bit about me so that you can see where I'm coming from and get that get a picture in your mind of who this person is. So I am the second oldest of six kids and I grew up liking music and playing the piano by ear and I took formal lessons twice but I got scared the first time and quit before my first recital at age seven and then I started up again and went through a recital at age nine but the teacher either retired or moved away and we couldn't find another teacher or maybe my parents couldn't afford one so since my mom had background in piano she went ahead and gave me a few lessons but then after that if I needed help she just was really busy helping my dad with their small business and continuing to raise the rest of my siblings that she just didn't have a lot of time to devote and not a lot of time to share and she was spread too thin. So if I wanted to learn something in music, I had to teach it to myself. The internet didn't exist. I, we didn't have MTV. We couldn't really watch music videos. I didn't even know what music videos were. Except once in a great while, we would go to a friend's house and they would be watching a movie and at the end of the movie, maybe there would be a music video. So sometimes we would watch a little bit of that. But it was never prominent in my life. So <clears throat> I 
like I said, I played by ear, and if there was something that I heard that was really pretty song or really uh, dramatic, I would try to play that. And it was mostly motion picture, picture soundtracks that I would hear parts of in gymnastics floor routines or in figure skating competitions. And I would learn uh, parts of musicals and... I would learn, um, I discovered who Enya was. I'm not sure if you're familiar with Enya, but she's an Irish vocalist and uh, producer. She <clears throat> does a lot of her own harmony, like she harmonizes against her own voice, and it's such a beautiful blend. And so, and then I got onto Josh Groban and Yanni, and so those were my influences. It was all a lot of instrumental or a lot of sort of classically trained, but with contemporary instrumental or, um, what do you call it? What do you call it? I just, it just completely left me. Contemporary or new age type flavor. And sometimes I would play a song as well as I could from what I had heard. And then I would save up my money and go to the mall, go to a music store and buy a sheet music piano book of that person that I admired, like Yanni or Enya or Josh Groban, and then I would find out that it was kind of a waste of my money because I already knew how to play the song just by playing it by ear. And I would try to play music by sight reading the notes, but I just was never that good at it. I didn't understand rhythm very well. I wasn't skilled with math, and I didn't really try very hard. I just kind of gave up because if it couldn't come easily to me just by listening to it, then I kind of would lose interest in it. <clears throat> and in contrast of that, my older sister couldn't play by ear, but she could play anything. She could sight read anything as long as she worked hard at it. So she couldn't open up a Beethoven book or Mozart and play whatever she wanted to without practicing a lot. So let's fast forward past high school. Uh, a lot of things happened. I wanted to be a ballet dancer, but I didn't get the opportunity, and my parents couldn't afford it, and my heart was broken at age 13. Sorry, I said fast forward, but I meant rewind a little bit. So I feel like a part of me is trapped in that age 13 broken heart still. So like I told you before, I'm age 42 right now. I have two children from a marriage that was not successful turned out not to be a good match and I was married for a lot less time than I've been divorced and raising my kids as a single mother. <clears throat> my kid's dad is still in their lives but he and I do not gel as far as just we don't we don't like the same things we don't have the same philosophies or the same lifestyle and so it's we just kind of keep our distance from each other but we support uh, him spending time with the kids and <clears throat> sharing information that's necessary for him to know what the kids need and what they're what they like so it's kind of like a it's a strained relationship and is it strained not strange and it's one that I hope will improve with time and with effort, um, but I don't want to get into too much of that right now. So I just wanted to point out that I am raising my boys as a single mother, but I'm not raising them alone. And <clears throat> however, for about close to seven years of my boys' lives, I was raising them 
mostly alone because their dad lived a lot farther away and visits were not as feasible for him. So, but I've always had music a part of my life. I've always played the piano. I've been a piano teacher for a long time. And I can teach anyone to play something that I'm able to play. I can teach music that's more advanced than what I can play, as long as I can read the notes, as long as I can understand the rhythm, which I got a lot better at rhythm and counting, because rhythm and the time signature in music is just fractions, and it's division. And so I am able to, now we're on this bumpy road, I apologize, but we will. I will be able to stop soon with the bumps. And so part of my income was, part of my income came through teaching piano lessons, but also I taught piano lessons because I enjoyed it and I wanted to share with other people. I taught adults and children and currently I'm teaching teenagers and adults. So that's really fun for me and it inspires me to go home and sit down and play something. And I got really excited this summer to find some BTS sheet music because even though I do play by ear, I can't mimic or reproduce all of the cool instrumentation that the producers put together and I can't reproduce all of the harmonies and all of the the extra layers of different things like when Jimin ad-libs or Jungkook ad-libs on the top, things like that, and I can't figure out how or what I should play during a rap segment because you can't really play on the piano rap unless it's like singing rap like what Yoongi or Suga does when he sings Seesaw. When he sings those parts it's like singing rap almost where you don't cover a whole, a wide range of notes, but you're still rapping on a note of the scale. And I think he's really good at doing that. And I have no idea if he uses a lot of auto-tune or if it's pretty easy for him as long as he stays within his comfortable range. But Seesaw is one of my absolute favorite songs. If you haven't listened to it, I encourage you to listen to it. It is just a song that makes me so happy. Even though the lyrics are of a sad nature because it's basically a breakup song. But what a great song it is, and I would love to see him perform it in person someday, but if I don't get to, I hope that I am able to set up technology to the point where I can access some of the already recorded concerts that he did perform it during the Love Yourself, Speak Yourself tour, or the Wings tour, or wherever that came on. I'm not exactly sure where it came on, so I guess it was probably during one of Love Yourself. I don't know all of their discs discography yet. Um, if I took the time, I could probably write down every single one of their albums and mini albums, but I wouldn't be able to do it in order necessarily, and I wouldn't remember or know which song was on each album. Um, I think my boys know a little bit better than I do what some of the songs are on because we have an app installed on my phone, BTS Superstar or something like that. And I started it out for me because I wanted something to do that was BTS related to pass the time if I were ever to be waiting in line like I am right now, waiting for school to get out so I can pick my boys up. But you get to thumb through all of the different albums in that app. And so my boys know, my, one of my boys knows the albums by title and the other one knows them by appearance or color. So he'll call Love Yourself here, he'll call that the black one. 
which is kind of funny because dark and wild is very dark. It could look black. Um, it's got more like, you know, textured tones of brown and red. And then is it too cool for school, I believe is like brown and like really dark tones with some gold in it. Oh wow, the clouds are really pretty right now. Oh, they're so pretty. And there's a small airplane up there just soaring. Anyway, so I apologize for sounding like I don't know what I'm talking about sometimes. And that's okay. I'm not going to be correct in everything. But I'll do my best. And if I find out that I've shared something incorrect, I'll do my best to update you guys and let you know. I would really love to run this podcast with a friend. But I don't have very many people in my real life who love BTS or even who know who they are. And <clears throat> the people that I, I know in real life who are BTS fans are, there's a single mom and her daughter, college age daughter, some, somehow in her mid-twenties, I believe. Um, they're a couple states away from me, and they've been into BTS a little bit longer than I have. So I got into BTS in June 2019. Right now we're nearing the end of October 2019. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Would really have loved to get into BTS before they went to the Grammys and before they went to the billboards and before a lot of other people heard about them. <clears throat> um, because I just feel like I missed out on so much and I feel like I would have loved to be a fan experiencing these things in real time as each comeback was announced and as each thing was was performed rather than watching it after the fact and I'm not trying to complain but that's just something that I feel like I just feel like I I lost out on that and I think that would have been an amazing experience and wonderful memories with extreme excitement and happiness where it could have cheered me up and also I could have helped support BTS and I could have helped get them through to some of those awards where I would have known that in some way I was able to give them the gift of my my listenership and my support where I would have known that some of the views that I had contributed to their videos had actually helped them to win or at least be nominated for things so I do feel sad about that but there's no use in hashing over it now I am where I am right now I'm a fan now, I'm BTS ARMY now, and I'm just going to take this moment and go forward. Of course, like I said, there's so much content, I get to watch it back anytime I want to, which is exciting, although right now I don't have the internet at home, so I can't really do much other than watching some things on my phone, which is sad because that's such a small screen, but hopefully that will change soon. Uh, let me think if there's anything else I need to tell you. So, I told you about the ballet. Not that didn't work out for me and I feel sad about that and I try to let that go but deep down inside of my heart somewhere that's still there. 
where I had goals and I had dreams and I didn't get to pursue those. And that's really sad to me because I think that a child and a youth, as they grow up, should be able to pursue their dreams. I'm really happy that BTS boys did pursue their dreams and that even if some of their family members, their parents, were not super supportive or didn't have a lot of faith and courage in their choices at first, I'm really glad that they came around and that all of them have their support now and that they have for a few years. So I'm just really happy for the boys. I'm really, really pleased that they were able to accomplish their goals, a lot of their goals, and see their dreams come true and their wishes come true. Um, so I, I don't know, I guess that's all I really wanted to tell you about my history for now, except that shortly after my second son was born in 2006, I developed anxiety and it would get so bad that I would feel actual terror and I would have these fears of my baby dying or of me losing him somehow, not losing him, but like he would just die and that I wouldn't have him tomorrow. And so that was really, really hard for me to live like that, being afraid all the time. And so I'm hoping that if anyone else has felt that same way, that we can talk about some resources or some options to help you to either treat it with Western medicine or Eastern remedies or alternative remedies or whatever it is that you might think would work for you. And... <clears throat> That you know that it's it's not something that you just have to treat it with pharmaceuticals. It's not something that you just have to try a new hobby or exercise or give up a certain kind of food. But there are a lot of different ways that we can deal with our depression or anxiety or our disorders, our illnesses, our sadness, our fears. And the major way that you can do it without medication is by listening to BTS and watching their content and allowing yourself to live in the moment, live in the present, and allowing yourself to try to let go of the past, little by little, try to heal from it and take some steps forward, little by little, even if it's just a teeny tiny little spark of hope that you will be able to climb out of that. Because living in the past is depression, and living in the future is anxiety, and when you have one or the other, it's really hard to live in the present because you're so stuck on what happened in your life in the past or that you're sad about or disappointed with or devastated over or living your life in the future, which you are worried about and scared about and feel hopeless about. So having one or the other, I really couldn't choose if I was given a choice to have only one of those inflicting me <clears throat> a good share of my life or all the time because I don't feel that one is worse than the other and in a way I guess I sort of feel like anxiety for me is worse than depression for me because I feel that I am high functioning depressed or situational depression and that I am and my depression is brought on by trauma PTSD where it doesn't always bother me, but it does bother me at times and does get triggered by memories or by events or by things that happen. Uh, the expiration date on a food carton at the grocery store might trigger a really 
upsetting or painful memory for me to the point where I might not be able to purchase that food. And so it's like when you're trying to take some steps forward, you might be triggered and have to take a few steps back too. I think for me, anxiety has been a lot more crippling because when you're afraid, it's hard to live and it's hard to make plans and it's hard to make goals and actually take steps to meet those goals. So if I really had to choose, I think I would choose to keep my depression and let my anxiety go if I had that gift of letting it go completely. Unfortunately, I have both depression and anxiety, and I know a lot of you out there might feel the same way. You might have it too. And so that makes it extra, extra hard to live in the present and live in the moment rather than being stuck in the past or stuck in the future, afraid of the future and feeling like no matter what, you are stuck and your life is over, feeling like you have nowhere to go, that you're in a pit and you can't climb out. Or that you're behind closed a closed door and that the door is locked and you'll never be able to get out. So I really appreciate BTS and what RM said in Burn, uh, Bring the Soul in the movie. And in some of his concert, Ments, I think it's called, Ments. Where he's talking and he's, uh, to the audience, he's talking to Army and he's saying, Use me. If I can help you, then use me. And... We know that some of his speeches or some of his interviews, he has said, if your pain is 100 and we can take you from 100 to 99 or less, 98, 97, 96, then that's what, we are, that's what we're here for. That's what we want to share. We want to help you. And they're not all about the money. They're not all about success and fame. They actually want to use their talents and their skills to help us. And I love that about them because I don't know of any other musical group or artist that does that. And I'm sure there are some. But I don't know of any boy bands that are out there doing this. Or any pop groups or individuals that are out there doing this. Guys, I'm recording. So I don't know if this recording is going to make the cut. But just in case it does, do you want to say anything to the listeners? This is episode one of my podcast. The podcast? Yes, the podcast. What podcast? <laughs> the BTS-centered podcast, the BTS which is going to talk about um, how BTS can help you feel healed or inspired, ah. help you through anxiety, trauma, um, pain, fear, feeling like you're stuck, not feeling motivated or determined to be able to change your circumstances. All, all I shall say is, if you need help about a question, I shall answer it. If I need help about yes. a question? Okay, so let's... I don't you know. got a question about BTS, like you don't understand something about BDS. Oh. Okay. Because <laughs> you know a lot about BDS. Actually, Suga, he said, BDS, I'm BDS. You probably didn't see that question, did you? That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. That's what I was referring to. All right. To. Uh, my boys are the most important thing in my life, and I'm really, really happy that when I told them this summer that I was a big fan of BTS, I'm really happy that they didn't make fun of me. And I'm really happy that they, for the most part, seem to enjoy listening to their music and watching their content like I do. And I'm really excited. Hopefully today we will get to watch an episode of Run BTS because it's just too funny. I think that I can't not watch it. I have to watch them a little bit out of order to watch this most recent one because I saw some clips and they're so funny. So if you guys want to watch that with me on my phone, it's probably going to be the only opportunity that we have to do that. Sounds fine. Um, but I think, Joshua, you told me that 
you go to Wendy's, yes. No, this isn't about Wendy's fast food. The deeper voice you hear is my older son. He is 14, about to turn 15 next month. Yeah, yeah. And the next voice you hear is my younger son, who is about to turn 13 in a couple of weeks. And if you hear a little, I don't know, whatever that noise is. Rubik's I mean, cube. like what it sounds like to you, but it's a Rubik's Cube he's working on. But you had said something about when you guys were going to spring break into California, you might have passed through an area where when the radio was on, there was a commercial or an ad about BTS and the concert that was coming up. And so you heard about them then. But do you guys, either one of you, recall back before the snow really came down last winter before Christmas? Um, sometime between Thanksgiving and Christmas where we were starting to watch a little bit of their interviews. I can't even remember what no, I ate for I breakfast. Okay. Yeah, and we were watching that and I think we watched Jimmy Fallon and the Fortnite dances and I think we watched one of the Ellen interviews. I think El maybe Ellen scares BTS or something. I was just going to say, do you remember that your cousins came over and they said we love BTS and they started getting all excited and doing the fan chant in their names? Nope, I don't remember that. And then their mom came there. in and was like, oh no, not this. And she, anyway. Was that in the spring? That was not. That was in winter. So I'm talking about winter 2018. Sometime in early December, I think it was. And... I was feeling pretty interested to know who BTS was and maybe listen to some of their music because all I had seen were a couple of really short interview clips. But when I did some reading, I did a little bit of Googling and then I saw some fan-made videos or maybe like BuzzFeed or culture, K-pop type news videos on the side recommended to me. I would click on some of those. And then I heard that there was controversy surrounding BTS. So I was like, oh no, I don't want to start some start being a fan of a group that has a lot of controversy and I also heard that a lot of K-groups didn't... K-groups? Why? Why did I say K-groups? K-pop groups would not... Uh, we would, they would disband after a kind of a short while and I didn't want to get too far into BTS because I didn't really know how strong they were and how long they'd already been together. So I was afraid that they were kind of a new group because they all looked so young to me. In the Ellen interview, which was, I, I think, 2017 and 2018, they looked so young to me. I was like, oh, they're all teenagers. What if they don't stay together? I don't want to get involved in um, being a really loyal follower of a group that might crumble and, you know, disband and then leave us hanging with, no, with nothing to really enjoy except maybe one or two albums. I just didn't know anything about them, so... I didn't bother to listen to them or watch their content again after December until we came across them in May this year when they performed on the voice finale. So that's going to be it for the podcast today, you guys. I'm doing it in one take because I don't know how to edit. And thank you to my boys for being patient, coming in and talking a little bit and letting me finish this up on our drive home. And hopefully my next recording will be not in the car. And uh, thank you guys all for coming, and hopefully I get to talk to you really soon. Take care.